Who am I? What shall I say? What if they don't believe me? I don't speak very well. With each of these four excuses, did you notice how gracious God was? God just, like a good daddy, putting his arm around his son. You know, Dad, I'm, af- I'm afraid I'll strike out. Okay, son. You know, the world's not going to end. Take a swing. You'll be okay. Uh, he's not, the pitcher's not that fast. You can do it. We did it in practice. It's okay. But, Dad, no, it's all right, son. And, and uh, okay, well, you know, just, it's like that kind of thing. Until the next excuse. At the fifth and last excuse, God's tone changes completely. Here's what happens. After having said those four things, and after God encouraging him and saying, it's okay, we can do it, we can do it, you can do it, I'll be with you, he says this. He said, oh, Lord, Please send someone else to do it. (laughs) Um, You know, I gave you those first four excuses, but can I be honest, God? I don't want to do it. (laughs) Send somebody else. I'm not interested. And it says that the Lord's anger burned against Moses. You notice the shift here? We got, we got a real shift in God's response. It, it's kind of like the dad saying, come on, you know, Taylor, you can do this, you can do this. And I don't want to, I'm not going to do it. And then the response is very different. Why? Why? Because it, if it has to do with your weakness, I can encourage you. I can give you some advice. I can say, I'll hang in there with you. But if it has to do with your stubborn disobedience, I can't say, oh, oh, you know, I, I, what can I say? I'll be with you. You're just telling me, I don't care. You're telling me, no. You're telling me I'm not going to do it. Send somebody else. Now, why anger? I want you to think about it. At the same time, they're around the bush talking. What's happening right now back in Egypt? Over a million of God's people are being whipped and beaten. There's been boys that have been thrown into the river and killed. They're crying out, oh God, oh God, help me. God sees a million people in great need and his heart is filled with compassion and love and he wants to help them. Does he have a plan to help them? You bet. What's his name? Moses. God loves these people. He hears their cries coming to his ear. He's going to answer it, and he's been preparing you all his life, all your life, to do just that. I'm going to answer their prayers. They're not going to suffer like that. They're not going to cry like that, and you're going to go down there, and we're going to fix it. And you say, no, you're not going to do it? Yeah, I'm mad about it. I'm mad because I love. (laughs) I'm mad because I love these people. And I'm mad because I've been preparing you to go and help them. And if you don't do it, it's going to be a long time before it gets done because nobody else is specially prepared to do it but you. Disobedience is sin. 
And God gets angry at sin because he knows the terrible damage sin does to others and to us. Now, I'm a dad, and I've, I, I'm not the perfect dad like the Father in heaven, but I've gotten angry. You know what? It's okay. The Bible says be angry and sin not. Anger is not sin. Sometimes anger is a good thing. It is here with God. And I've gotten to the place where in my, my children's life growing up where they just, it was stubborn disobedience. No. And I know that if they keep doing that stubborn dis- disobedience, it's going to screw up their life big time. And then the anger kind of gets me motivated that th- this can't happen. This can't happen. I cannot let this go on. I love my son too much to let him go down that road. I know where it leads. And God, who doesn't live in sin like me, is able to take that perfect righteous anger, not human anger, but righteous anger, and do something with it. So, do you know how the story ends? Moses does it. (laughs) He goes down and does it. Maybe when he sees God mad, (laughs) he says, oh, okay. Maybe that's what it took to get him off the middle. To get him going again. Maybe it took that. I don't know. But we know that he eventually does it. God doesn't choose someone else. Moses was the man for the job. God kept working on him till he finally obeyed God. God's patience. God's persistence. God putting his arm around him sometimes. You can do it, kid. Other times like, hey, what's up with that? The mixture of coaxing and correcting. See, a perfect father, which none of us are perfect, but a a very good father should be both loved and feared. God is. When God is putting his arm around you and saying, come on, son, you can do it, it's so wonderful. But when God says, cut that out, you need to know, I should cut that out. We often go to one side or the other as human parents and, and, and we either want to be their best friend, it's great, and, or we want to be this, you know, blah, blah, blah. but someplace in the middle led by the Spirit of God is where a great parent lives. And the greatest parent, Almighty God knows exactly when to say, cut it out, and when to say, come here, it's okay, we can do it, we can do it. Worship team, would you return please? So, God has, and I don't think a purpose for your life, well, a purpose, to bring Him glory. But the specifics of that, it's really different in, any, in all kinds of seasons. We have some beautiful ladies with us from the Ukraine. You're here for a short time, I pray, a short time. We don't know God's will totally. But what does He want you to do now? here to bring him glory he has some of you in a season of life where you're getting ready to retire or you're retired what is its purpose now what does he want you to do to bring him glory at this point in your life some of you are working some are young parents we're all in different seasons God what now what now God you told me when I was a young Christian 
uh, not to get entangled in the affairs of this life. Uh, that, that you've chosen me to be a soldier. And Lord, I, I, I've done that. But what now, God? What now? Where, where am I going now? What, do you, what are your next orders now? We have to ask that question often. And we have to always believe God's going to speak to me. The Word, the Spirit, advice from friends who love us, circumstances. God letting us know, yeah. And then we're always going to have excuses. My coach in junior college told me excuses were like belly buttons. We all have at least one. And uh, we have them. They're normal. They're human. I'm glad Moses had them because it tells me I'm normal and human. The issue is what do I do with them? Do I dare to believe he'll be with me? Do I dare to believe that he's enough? Do I dare to believe that he'll build my confidence? Do I dare to believe that my personal flaws won't stop God? Or is it that I'm just stubbornly disobedient? Ooh. Uh, God has his ways to encourage you at that point, too, that are unique to you and special. He's done it with me over the years. The things I've learned in life that I really know, I've learned by getting my hand slapped. And I have a Bachelor of Science degree in entomology and plant pathology from California State Polytechnic University in Pomona, California. I studied bugs. And you wondered about my personality. It's, it's probably uh, a part of that. What do I know about bugs all these years later? Not much. What do I really know in life? Really know in life? Well, I know some lessons that have been good lessons that I'll never forget. How did you learn them? Uh, God had to say, don't do that, son. He had to take me to the woodshed. And I came out of that woodshed so much, so much, or so in so many ways, thankful to God. Because I remember what that felt like. I don't want to do that again. Father, we thank you that you have a plan for all of us. God, that you will reveal that plan. And Father, you'll do it in, in, in so many ways, but you'll make it clear. And then Lord, if we have excuses that need just answers, you'll put your arm around us. But God, if we're stubbornly disobedient, then Lord, I pray that you, you deal with us, God, in your way, which is never over the top. It's never out of anger. It's always out of love. But if it needs to be strong, God, make it strong. Because at the end of the day, we want to do what we were created to do. We want to have a story like Moses. And we thank you for it. Amen. Amen.